Rooster Teeth Podcast every week. It's way better than any celebrity tweet. You got movies and games. So insane. Sports and cats and morons on planes. Bernie, Gus, Jeff, Joel, Jack. It's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. That was a really, really, really interesting intro. The thing I can always do is date them by who's named in the podcast intro. We should uh, should talk in that cadence. I believe this one is really old. You guys have a real big problem on your hands today because they asked me to do the old-timey voice all night last night for the intro to these... uh, past casts that we're doing now mm-hmm. on YouTube, so you guys are in for a treat. Oh, I got no problem with the old-timey voice. I know some of our listeners. I know JB loves the old-timey voice. <laughs> Mr. Buckus. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to start calling out individual podcast listeners I wonder if he likes do things specifically for them. Our impression of him. Do you think he likes that? Probably not. <laughs> what, what, is, what is that like? Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's like your stereotypical internet upset person. <laughs> Oh, man, I really hate all these fucking cats. It's funny because I, I follow him on Facebook, and the only thing that I see that he posts are like the cute dog pictures. Oh. Of that weird dog. It doesn't match at all with my idea of what he's like, so it's really it's weird. It's strange and weird. All right. That, yeah. We should do introductions? Yes. We introduction. Should. introduction. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today on this podcastified audio broadcast brought to you by Rooster Teeth Productions. To my left, your right, if you're watching at home, is that snake charmer from the Far East. That clairvoyant prognosticator of all things economic, Mr. Joseph Heyman. I don't hear you, Joseph. <laughs> and to his left, my right, if you're watching at home, is that bright young ingenue, Emily Hagens, plucked from America's heartland, full of pith and vinegar, and a sense of naivete. But what dark secrets lie behind that fresh face? Find out on today's episode. I'm your announcer, Bernie Burns, and with me, as always, is the host of the Roosteed Podcast, the Mexican guy. So, <laughs> I think you got the descriptions <laughs> confused. <laughs> what, you want to be the Mexican guy today? I'll be the Mexican guy today. Due to current social constraints, the Mexican guy and the white girl will not be appearing in scenes together. <laughs> racist. <laughs> and, you know, it's we, not racist. That's, that's, that's the way the time that's, was. That's the way it was. You know, we put out that, uh, that past cast the other day, and every time I saw someone editing together, I would just lean over their ear and go, racist. <laughs> totally <So> racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> I made everyone super paranoid about what they were doing. Well, we should probably introduce Emily, since she's joining us in the podcast for the very first time. How's it going, Emily? Good. Emily, you have never been on the podcast before, right? No. Okay. How do we describe Emily to our audience? She is the girl that took $100 from me in the first poker tournament that we had. That's who she is. <laughs> that is how we met her. It's like, hi, I'm Emily. Give me $100. She's like, tee hee hee, what? And then, and yeah. then all of a sudden, right How much? In. There was like, how many people was that? That was like the biggest to date. That was the biggest poker tournament. How many people were there? Uh, well, I'm sure it was completely legal. I'll scroll. It was about 30 people or 40 people? 30 people. So you made like a million dollars that night. You placed third, if I remember correctly. Oh, third? third? I thought you finished first. No, third, third or fourth, but there were a lot of people at that, right? Who yeah. finished first and second? Do we remember? I don't know. I think just Eric. Eric? No way. The second, I think. Yeah, so this is the Ain't It Cool, I don't know if we want to name names, <laughs> I feel like they named names, yeah. but uh, this Mr. is a poker Mr. V, you won second place. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. We'll use all of our internet names. So Quint won uh, first place. Because that, that's totally untraceable. No one knows who internet names are. Exactly right. <laughs> Where would you look them up? I remember when that was a big deal when no one wanted to like their real name or identity known on the internet now. I think thanks to Facebook, no one gives a fuck anymore. Yeah, it's true. And I like this better a little bit. But I also like preserving anonymity in some places of the internet, don't I like, you? I like anonymity with accountability, if that makes sense. Anonymity with account, Like if you fuck up, it comes back at you? If you fuck up, people can 
people can go through channels to find out who you are, and you can pay consequences for your actions. What's the, what's the benefit of anonymity? You get honest opinions. Yeah, you, people aren't worried about. So I feel like the feedback. only I feel like with anonymity, the only opinion you get is that sucks. Everyone has sex with sheep. I feel like that's all <laughs> but you that's get. honest. I mean, it's, in a way, it's honest. <laughs> wants that. Because even if something's okay, you're getting the bitterness of people who are. I mean, you can read through that. You know, does that make sense? I mean, no one's going to write. I'm completely jealous of what you're doing. You know, they're not going to write that. But I, if they hate everything. I you write kinda that get, all the time. Yeah, you kind of get the idea that they are jealous. They hate every single thing they come across. I saw some uh, hateful comments in the last Rooster Teeth animated adventure. People said that we suck dick compared to Ricky Gervais, which I thought was <laughs> good criticism. Very apt. I mean, well, if you look at the ratio, if you look at the ratio of money made, you know, yeah, we're I'm not. Gonna, we're did, fine. did we mean, lose <laughs> to the uh, professional writer and comedian? Yes. Okay. Good. He's doing a good job. Then I'm pretty sure our podcasts are right on par in terms of revenue generation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know if there's any money. In I mean, podcasting. really, the user's getting the deal there, right? <laughs> What are we like the like Joe, the tenth highest podcast on iTunes, and we've made about ten bucks total? Shit, on our podcast. I wish I wish we, would, we could have made enough money to buy a pizza. That's my goal. <laughs> day, using the podcast, so I would make enough money to buy a pizza. If, we, if that happened, then we'd have to give half the pizza probably to Apple. <laughs> probably, and they don't like pepperoni. They would so. literally, you would literally get to see the pie, and, the part of the pie yeah. taken thirty three. Andy would have to be anchovies. Yeah, you have no. They're no always difficult. Mm-hmm. They're and all, then Joel would eat the pizza on mic while banging the table. Man, okay. Speaking of Apple, I had a bit of a problem with them this week. Uh huh. We, you know, we have like twenty computers here in the office, and I wanted to upgrade them all to. This is my technical rant portion of the podcast. I was upgrading them all to the newest version of the Mac operating system, Lion. How, how's that going? It's done now, but. To do this, you have to buy it from their online store, from the App Store. So I had to make a user account for every computer to then buy Lion and download it. Well, I made about three accounts. Then Apple locked my ability to make new accounts because it was suspicious activity. So I had to contact iTunes support and go to like suspicious. You're buying operating system. Yeah, I had to go through like three days of back and forth with them to be able to make accounts to buy their fucking software to upgrade our computers. So Lame. what you're saying is that Apple has trouble with business-level transactions, yeah. like enterprise-level transactions. I find this shocking. Yeah. A company that has such a rich history of business software <laughs> would have difficulty doing a multi-license purchase. That, that, was, that was my big fear with, uh, with like digital distribution for the operating system <laughs> and going forward. It's, like, it's just going to be more fucking bullshit like that. Why can't you buy more than one copy? What's the logic? I don't know. Maybe they thought I had a stolen credit card and was making a bunch of fake accounts, and it would be more difficult for them to lock it in the future. I hate that you came up with a pretty good reason, like, <laughs> right away. Like, I couldn't think of anything, and you just like, yeah, this is the reason. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. But you know what's the other thing that I can't stand about Apple is that when you go on iTunes, and you go to download music, and it says, hey, you've already bought, you know, Fergie's Fergalicious <laughs> track once who before. hasn't? <laughs> you've already done this. Are you sure you want to buy it again or cancel? It's like... If you have the intelligence to tell me that I bought it, just let me download the fucking thing again. You know what I mean? And that's built in, but you can't do that with I music. Think they're going to start doing that now. You can do it with apps, and I think you can do it with movies. I think you can. I think with the latest iTunes update, and once they roll out iTunes Match, wait, wait, that may have just come out. I think you can do it now. Don't quote me on that. You, it may. It, I don't know. I think you can now. I'm going to come back full circle here to our introduction of Emily. So one of the things that I've been doing this year is I am... I have a season pass to The Walking Dead, the new season of The Walking Dead, which is season two, correct? Yes. Yeah. And so it's set to automatically download, 
from iTunes when a new episode is available, it literally it downloads to all my devices. I mean, this thing is just che- <laughs> iTunes is chewing up so much bandwidth in the world. I mean, that's about five. And days. let me guess, it downloads the HD and SD version both a- as and well. The HD and SD version of the behind the scenes, which who gives a fuck that's, about that? That's annoying. I, yeah, that's annoying. four yeah. files, and then how do you like? Okay, if I don't want the SD version. How do you, you remove? You, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm having the same. I decided to go back and finally start watching season one of The Walking Dead. So I'm having the same problem, ironically, with the same show. Really? Where it's like every time I launch iTunes now, I I have downloads automatically starting. Like, no, stop, 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 stop. Pause all. <laughs> and then you have, and then you say, okay, well, I want to download the HD version. So you say resume that one, and then the SD one sits there paused basically forever. You can't delete it and say I don't want to download. I, I don't this. like the state of not knowing where I'm at. I don't like the idea of like when I approach iTunes, I don't know what device is where, what's happening, and with the downloads. And like I update my iPhone now, and like I plug, I use a Bluetooth in my car on the <laughs> iPhone, and it's like now it won't play. And it's like you got now you got to turn your iPhone on, you got to go to the iPod, and then you have to manipulate the volume first before the Bluetooth is going to work. Which is like what? Why? Why is that now? So that's a big pain in the butt. I just. I don't like it when the rules change every time I download something, and they always, always that do. DRM stuff is like you're just dealing with that of like where you, where do I own this product? It's like not that I just own it. That's not enough. Where do I? Well, own I think it? iCloud's helping with that, but it's also causing a problem. Like it helps because you now, like you said, you own it on all your devices, but you're fucking downloading it on all your devices, right? And you don't want that, right? Especially um, when you consider when I was in New Zealand. I mean, there's a lot of people in a lot of markets that they don't have unlimited internet access. They have a they have a really tight limit. Man, Australian yeah, internet access sucked, didn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah like, Joel had a t- right. like, like, Apple is like engineered to work in America. I can't imagine how bad it must be over there because it's just all the hoops you got to jump through. And yeah, every hotel we went and stayed at in Australia and New Zealand, they had the same plan, which was the screw you. I'm going to throw this out there. It was like 20 bucks Australian or New Zealand a day, and you would get 500 megs, right? And then you could download. And then if you hit that 500 megs. Then it would throttle you for the day. Mm-hmm. It, would thr- it would, I mean, take it down to like twenty four hundred baud modem speeds. I went from a Novatel to a Novatel, and the rules changed between the two different Novatels. Where one, it gave me what you just described. Those are both it, hotel- you went from one hotel to another, or both owned by the same chain. Company. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the second one, it was like okay. I, you- I understood that. Why did you clarify? Because I don't think people who haven't been overseas would know Novatel's not a big hotel but chain you, in the United States. That out. I'm just trying to fucking help. Okay. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, kiss. <laughs> it's one day it's going to work. Anyways, so you go there and it's like – and then I got to the second. It was like more upscale or whatever. I was like, oh, and it was like – Gus, what does he mean by upscale? <laughs> Fancier. Fight, fight, fight. Kiss, kiss. All right. So like I go there and it's like, oh, you can just kind of do whatever. I'm like, oh, oh, I can just kind of do whatever. Would I just go past a splash page, no problem. And then like uh, I described this earlier. It's like all of a sudden two hours into it, I get in trouble and it puts me to a page. It's like, that's it. You're done. You can't use any more internet. Right. And not only this, you broke this rule and you broke this rule and you owe at least as much for this breaking this rule and you owe at, li- you owe at least as much for breaking that rule. I broke two rules and I owed them at least $100. At least. Well, at least you could pay for, for to keep going. When it throttled me, I didn't even have the option. I had to wait 24 no, no, hours. It didn't, to get, no, no, no. It cut me off at that point. No, Once it, it gave it, me the it spot. It timeout. <laughs> it was like, wait. Which means he wasn't allowed to use it anymore. Hey, listen. Seriously. It's like a casino or something where it's just like you can't. You're not allowed to do it. It's anymore. like the internet was holding you by your ankles over the edge of a building and like shaking the money out I of your pocket. I am tired. I'm running into this all the time now where it's like, yeah, you're not allowed to spend your own money. I'm running into this constantly. That's what I ran into. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't buy another block of 500 megs. I just had to suffer through 2,400 baud modem speeds for 24 hours, which sucks. This is like this is like it's like the credit crunch, right? Where it's like all of a sudden, no, no, all credit's gone. You're not allowed to do anything. No, it's like it's I have nothing a lot, like I have that. A lot, Why do you bring everything back to some weird global economic situation? It's exactly like that. Not everything exactly. relates to that. It's all related. To <laughs> They've that. overprinted internet. 
They've over- There's too much internet. The market's saturated. <laughs> There's deflation. So, Gus, when you when you're at home, well, how many how many devices do you have that are connected to iTunes? Uh, like five. That's a, then that's your limit, right? Well, I have two different accounts. One for me, one for my wife. So my Fuck account that, that that's was, that's getting really complicated. Yeah, right uh, my account has three. Yeah, three. Okay, so you're downloading everywhere. So you let's say you download a four gig episode of Walking Dead. That's twelve gigs of bandwidth being transferred, mm-hmm. for, and, and eight of it's kind of a waste, right? I mean, it's hard to consider data a waste, but it is. I mean, these are limited resources, well, especially right? When you have limited, you know, hard drive space on your iPad or whatever. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. But you have to do that every now and then. You have to say, okay, today I'm just going to let it run and let it download all the SD episodes, and then I'm just going to delete them. <sighs> does it use like when you sync with an iPhone? Does it use the SD version for the iPhone, or does it use the HD version? I think you can specify. Oh yeah, which one you want? Yeah. Well, that's convenient. I normally too bad put, I can't specify not to fucking download I, the other ones. I normally put the HD on my iPhone just in case I want to stream it to my Apple TV. Okay, but I guess now you can stream stuff on the Apple TV you've already purchased, so maybe I wouldn't be doing that anymore. Makes sense. How's that? How's that show, by the way? The zombie show. So I here, Emily and I we should talk about zombies. Emily and I have found a great solution to uh-huh. dealing with all these downloads and all that stuff. Although we do get extra episodes <laughs> when we do this. Mm-hmm. So we last night we went to. Oh, what is today? Tuesday. Yeah, I guess okay. it was two nights ago. We went to spoiler. We're recording early. Oh yeah, we record early because Thanksgiving week. Sorry, uh, we went to the Alamo Draft House because they show The Walking Dead there, and then you get all the Alamo food and the whole Alamo experience, including some guy that gets up between the I mean, commercial breaks and cracks jokes that we determined doesn't work at the Alamo. He's yeah. just a guy who stood up and cracked <laughs> jokes in front of the audience. So I mean, they're they're just broadcasting TV. So like here's there's a there's a legal thing there where they can't charge you to get in. So you basically just have to. Commit to so much amount of food. Which, by the way, that's exactly how it works at our poker tournament. Exactly. Which is why it's totally legal. You have to give the house $5 to get a cheeseburger. Our so. chips are literally chips. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric got them and ate them all. Exactly. That's what happened. Exactly. The end. So, they're, so they're showing – is it AMC? Yeah, AMC. So it's like it, – it shows – I don't know what time. It's like 9 at night or something they like that? They delay it. So they show oh, they the previous it. week's episode, and then they show you the new one. And oh, that's cool. So like a two-hour deal, but you mm-hmm. sit through commercials. And I will say this, that, I mean, The Walking Dead, that, by the way, that is the slowest. It must be a metaphor for the shambling undead. I heard. It is the slowest moving show. We are like eight episodes they, into the new seasons. They're still doing the same thing they were doing in the first episode. Didn't, didn't they cut, like, uh, the budget on that or something like that? Yeah, I think Frank Darabont left. Yeah. No, they fired him. Oh, really? Yeah, they shit-canned him, and then, they, oh, and then wow. there was a big hubbub, and I thought they brought him back. Oh, I so how many gone. how many episodes are they into on the new season? I think eight, seven or eight. Eight at this point. Is it how's it to last season? Next next season or next week is they're going to hit their what they call their mid season finale. That's a new thing they do on mid-season. cable shows. Yes. Battlestar. Thank, thank you, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> thank you. Trying to create media then. Season four point five and stuff like that. Isn't that what they called it? Yeah, aka the season I never watched. I've watched the first two episodes of The Walking Dead, and it's okay, but like it's just kind of. Plodding along, but the first season was really good. I mean, that's what I'm watching. I'm still in the first season, oh, I see. and it's 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 okay. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it, but it's I, I think maybe people have oversold it to me. Have you guys? Has anyone sat through the entire first season? I, I have. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, and you guys, I've seen every episode of it. You guys the, love the, the first season or just what? Six episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to piss off a lot of people by saying this, or I'm going to piss off a few people who are very vocal. I hated the graphic novels. I tried to to slog through those things, and that was just like. It's kind of like my complaint about the show, honestly. So I guess it's true to the source material in that it's like, okay, where the fuck are the zombies? I mean, I'm, I'm reading a graphic novel about zombies. I want to see some more zombies. It's like boxing. Yeah, you know, where's, the like, where, where's the hitting? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was promised hitting. There's no... Jack went to that Pacquiano fight the other day. Uh-huh. 
And he's, it was 12 rounds and a split decision. I said, that's a fucking nightmare. That is a nightmare, 12 rounds of boxing yeah, to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like with UFC coming out, it's just I don't see the point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And he said, he said, well, you know, Fox went through all this hubbub to uh, broadcast a UFC fight, which was a big deal, and they promoted the hell out of it, and it's on broadcast TV, and the fight only lasted 45 seconds. It's like, what a disaster. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. He said, no, the guy got caught with a haymaker and was knocked out. It's I go, actual, <laughs> it's actual fighting. That's you what you want to see, right? You don't know what's right? going to happen. Yeah. One dude is going to punch someone and there's going to be results. It's like, you, you don't want to no, see two, no. dudes, two dudes hugging there the needs, third dude coming in and no, breaking no, them up no. every now and then. And the chess match and the finesse. No, fuck the chess match. Fuck the finesse. I want to see people fight. I want to see them fucking punch each other in the face until one of them falls over. Right. I don't want to watch the <laughs> mental game. No, no. I don't want to need the mental game. <laughs> The only mental game I want to see is, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so visceral. You can, like, you appreciate it. It's like watching an episode of Cops or something. Right. You know, I'm actually kind of surprised. Can I tell you that when I see, like, when there's a UFC match or a boxing match at a bar and a bunch of guys are watching it, I'm always surprised there's not more fights. Like, just the act of, like, watching the fight makes you, like, you know, yeah. Fight. Yeah. And why doesn't that happen? I, did you see that video? Uh, every, every UFC fight that I go to at a bar, there's always cops. Stationed at the bar or restaurant, so maybe that helps. And the cops are punching people. Did you see that video a couple weeks ago? There were these two dudes from Oregon who were in Long Beach for like a, for an MMA tournament. Then they were staying at this hotel in Long Beach, and they come down the elevator. They open the elevator doors open, and there's a dude right in front of them robbing the hotel at gunpoint. So <laughs> it's like the two dudes. It was like the the teacher and his student who were there for the tournament, and they just grabbed the dude and turned him into a pretzel. <laughs> there's security camera footage. That's of awesome. The, the elevator door opening. The guy walking by with a gun, and they just, like, grab him. How awesome is that? God. So when they do, like, an arm bar or something like that on somebody, uh-huh. th- that's – if in a real fight, you break the guy's elbow, right? Right, That's right, what happens. Right. You don't, like, right. uh-oh, and he taps out, then you right, run. I mean, right. really, you snap – is that what happens? You just hyper yeah, yeah. the guy's joint or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Yikes. yeah, yeah. Ow. Fuck that. It's amazing, like, back in the day when I used to watch wrestling, like, the figure four was a spiritual. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, back when we were kids, it's like, oh, he's got the chair. You know, oh, here, comes the here comes the oriental spike. That's what I remember. I don't remember that Junkyard one. Junkyard dog used to do that. You take his thumb, and he'd put it into your throat, and then he'd put you in a headlock and squeeze his thumb straight into your throat. Which, of course, you know, he's you know, tucking the thumb. I went to Austin Comic Con, not this past weekend, but the one before, and, uh... The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, was there. Wow, that's awesome. That's a that's a reference. I wonder how many people are, are going to uh, get along with. I can go the, the, I go along deep with, with the, these, nasty, the Nasty Boys. Were also there. Wow, was uh, Kamala the Ugandan giant there? Oh, as well? No, oh, no. Jeez, you're pulling out some stuff. Right Paul Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so if uh, did you guys see Saturday Live? Jason Siegel was on Saturday Live this weekend, and he did an unbelievable impression of Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, I saw that. Ordering the ice cream cone. <laughs> Can I say, I really like the more absurd Saturday Night Live stuff. Like, I love all of Kristen Wiig's characters that oh, she I plays don't. on Saturday Night Live. No. No? No. I, 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 I really want to like her, but I have trouble with a lot of her characters. Uh, what? Yeah, you have, I forgot about that. You have a problem with her. Yeah. Hold on. Let me show you a photo which will make you no longer have a problem with her. This will oh, be a great one. I haven't seen Saturday Night Live in years, so maybe this will pull me back in. <laughs> maybe this photo will be the beginning. That photo doesn't equate to making me want to laugh or talent. I mean, great. She's wearing a... Cut off and holding a puppy. Good for her. Yeah, that works for me. <laughs> you know, let me ask you this. You don't find her more attractive because she's so funny? No. Oh, no, God, I do. She's, she, is, she is talented. She is genuinely talented. No, don't get me wrong. I, I yeah. think she's great in some things, like bridesmaids. And that makes she her was, hot. She's awesome. Talented by, people. By default. Emily, do you agree with that? I mean, there are guys that you don't find attractive, but you find them more attractive because well, they, they're talented. She, she has to, right? Because, you know, guys well, don't, don't have her. for her. Guys, no, 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 no,
I'm her interpreter. This is her first time on the podcast. She's going to let you railroad her. I have nothing to offer. He will railroad you. You have to answer. So, wait, sorry, what was the question? Guys you normally would not find attractive, like they're not your typical Mm -hmm. type. Right. But you like them because they're talented. Either, Mm -hmm. you know, musically or they're funny or something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Don't interrupt (laughs) her. Don't name names. Um, Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'm kind of dorky, so I like other dorky people that are talented and have other interests and aren't just like, hey, what's up? Want to <laughs> text for 30 years? I got to say, so, <laughs> so, I, like, I like that analysis. So Emily is Emily is a bit of a local legend. She is now 19, yes. but we met you, I mean, you just recently had a birthday. We met you when you were 18. Actually, probably met you when you were 16. Um, and you recently came to work with us when you were 18, and you've directed three feature films. Yes. That's correct. And your first one you directed when you were... 12. Which is unbelievable. I just want to say to the audience, it's okay to hate her. It's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> that feeling of like, get on the internet and be like, when you don't say, I'm jealous or whatever. <laughs> whatever. She's accomplished way more than I have ever. Like, still to this point, she's still accomplished. I still haven't accomplished much as her. Which is embarrassing. <laughs> you did three features on your belt. And your last one, the, the first time I heard about you, uh, your last one, My Sucky Teen Romance, debuted at South by Southwest. Correct. At the Paramount. Yes. Which is really cool. It's like the theater in Austin, like, you know, the red carpet and the big marquee. Was and that, that stuff. last year? This past um, okay, 2011. So March 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you tempted to, like, after that, to, like, kind of off to the races to get something done for South by Southwest 2012? Um, yeah, it was it was kind of funny because I had written this short film and I was planning to make it in November, and um, but then I decided to write it as a feature. So uh-huh. then, um, no, I have nothing <laughs> for South by. <laughs> Still writing that one. What is the deadline for South by? Uh, I think it's early December. Yeah. Like, Sundance has already passed, and the Sundance yeah. is in January mm-hmm. when they hold it. It's so. like August, September, I think, for yeah. Sundance. How it's, it's floating, always. That how, how long was the shoot for that? Uh, Sucky? Yeah. Um, it was about 14 days of principal photography. Very long days. Definitely didn't break any child labor laws. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, there was no the poker. poker tournament. <laughs> yeah. Super legal up in here. When they were working, they were forced to gamble. <laughs> um, and you shot it here in Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it all takes place at a science fiction convention, um, but a very homemade one, so we were able to get away with a lot of things. And so it's all in one location. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So while we're at Walking uh-huh. Dead, all these uh, young guy waiters who are coming by, they're like, <laughs> hey. they're like no, literally, they're like, oh, hey, because we're in the front row. We were sitting, there's that weird gap, you know, we were yeah. in the front, front row, but. Uh, you were the good seats. You were the good seats. <laughs> and uh, they're talking, oh, hey, Emily, how you doing? What's going on? And she's like, hi, how are you? And like, they're bringing her free ice cream. I'm like, where's my free ice cream? <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> you got free ice cream? She did. I don't want you to be fired. I don't want Tim to fire anybody at the Alamo for giving away the ice cream, but yeah. Free stream of chocolate, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, it was vanilla ice oh, cream. But it was dark. <laughs> he gave me the smallest spoon in the kitchen. It was like a, a fourth of a fourth of a teaspoon or something. It was like this big <laughs> to eat the ice cream with. He's smart. He wanted you to stick around. <laughs> this will <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> so how many, how many people are in the cast? Um, there were seven pretty um, important parts in the film. Uh, about three main characters. Um, the vampires kind of come and go, and different people change and become more important. So I guess seven is a good number. <laughs> That's awesome. Are they all local? Yeah. Uh, to me, having um, kids that feel like real kids and not 30-year-olds on, like, yeah. you know, Gossip Girl <laughs> – um, are, that's really important to me. I like how... Why you got to hate on Gossip Girl? I like Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, I like a lot of things I'm a little ashamed of, but... Um, 
aren't we all? <laughs> uh, I, I like when real kids are genuine and awkward, and I want to embrace that instead of pretend like it doesn't exist by casting people that are way older and, you know, um, classically beautiful. You know, I just I want real kids in my movies. Yeah, I feel like that breaks yeah, we, it a lot of times for me when I watch a movie. those around here. That's us, yeah. <laughs> when I watch a movie and there's someone obviously older playing a younger part, I'm yeah. like, okay, I have to like pause it and look up on IMDb like, that bitch is 35. There's <laughs> no way she's 17. I, the first time I realized everything was Starship Troopers, when they're in high school and everyone's 35. <laughs> Like it was Cas- Casper Van Diem. It wasn't 90210 when everyone was 40 and still in high school. <laughs> yeah. How old was Andrea when, when, they, when they cast her? She had a grandkid by then, right? I mean, <laughs> Why is one of the teachers sitting with the students? <laughs> it, it, it's funny. It had always been like that, too. Like, b- before that point, I think, like, Dawson's Creek or something like that was the first show where it kind of was, like, going younger. But before that, it was always yeah. people who were older. I remember being in high school and looking at people on TV and being like, this is... Are these older looking in Hollywood? Or I like couldn't like put it together. Everybody's shaving. People are just blinded by like attractiveness. It's just like, oh, they're attractive, so they just kind of look older or whatever. Well, yeah, some yeah. Suspension of disbelief. It's yeah. hard to work with kids too in general. I mean, like kids I worked with, I would you know I respect them. I would recommend working with them, but you know, it's when it gets late, they get goofy. It's you know, yes. they haven't been in a professional setting as long. And mm-hmm. yes, keep going. <laughs> so it is like working with us. I'm going to play this on a loop upstairs. <laughs> Um, so it takes a while to get used to it. Um, but, um, I think it's the same thing with like animals, you know, (laughs) here we go. So your actors were like animals. (laughs) I mean, like, um, you know, if you have a big enough budget, you could do CGI animals and get them to do whatever you want, talk and dance and sing. And, um, but when you're working with real animals, or or just shut the hell up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Um, but uh, it's it's just going to be more challenging, um, and so you can take an easy way out and hire like a thirty year old, or you can, you know, depends on what kind of project you're working on. But given all that, it's pretty impressive that you shot a feature in fourteen days. Yeah, that is really impressive. Um, <laughs> it's um, some days were longer than others. Um, we made lots of messes with like streamers and you know trying to stage this convention. And the hotel that we were filming at, they knew we were making the movie, but the whole staff didn't know we were making a movie. And at five in the morning, when we were wrapping filming one day, like the cleaning lady comes into this room that looks like Party City threw up all over it, like the <laughs> biggest room in the hotel. And she thought she had to clean it up at five a.m. And we're like, no, 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 we're here for like another two days. <laughs> Don't <laughs> we'll touch it. it. <laughs> yeah. God, that'd be crazy if the cleaning lady struck your set. God, <laughs> I always hear about that like an academic. Land. Like somebody's working on something on the chalkboard and they come back the next day and the clean lady has wiped it away. I'm like, no. That happened to me once at an old job. We had like a, a server room in the middle of the office. Yep. And one day I walked in and my keyboard and all my Ethernet cable was gone. And I had to look around and I found it all in the trash. I guess the clean lady had gone in and seen it and decided it was trash because it wasn't put away. And just throwing it all away. That'll show you. So from then on, I, I lock that door every fucking day. <laughs> I like that's your solution. Lock out the cleaning yeah. room. supposed to clean up your stuff. I had a... Um, it wasn't even messy. Sorry to interrupt. It was just <laughs> it was like a keyboard sitting up and some Ethernet cable. I don't... Yeah. There, um, this one cleaning lady at my high school, I put my jacket down when we were filming something for my class. And um, it had my phone in my pocket because you're not allowed to have your phones out at school. So I was trying to be discreet and I put it on the floor. And then she said, oh, I thought it was trash. And she threw it away. It's all on the security camera. But she took the iPhone and, like, took it home. Really? And, and she's like, oh, yeah, it was trash. I threw it away. But then, like, we found the security footage that she took it. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That stinks. Um, yeah. I got it back because we tracked her down it was really intense <laughs> i'm not in high school anymore <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all we should turn off our security cameras around here <laughs> my iphone plane is suddenly going out the window all right so let's go back to this jackass that works at the alamo who's not good enough for you so 
this giving you free ice cream is a good move does that work so if like young listeners are hearing this and they see a girl they like and they have the opportunity to give them free ice cream is that a good move I think so. <laughs> All right, there you go. Unless it's care. See, Unless again, we're back to the same thing we were talking before. Dudes have nothing really to offer. <laughs> like, we're not ice attractive. Cream. Ice cream. We don't. So it's like we have to be creative and give you ice cream because that's <laughs> all we have. That's all we got. It's all we have going for us. Yeah. Ice cream. I want ice cream now. So <laughs> you guys read the, the Reddit AMA that we did this week, right? Oh, yeah. So um, in the Reddit AMA, some guy asked me to give a shout out. To some girl he knows named Molly. He said, Hey, my friend Molly likes you guys a ton. She's been following you since the beginning. Would you guys uh, just give her a shout out? It would make her day. I think it was her birthday or something like that. Yeah, I think it was her birthday. And I essentially wrote back. I said, Okay, sure. Hey, Molly, uh, just so you know, your friend Christian, which is the guy who wrote the post, uh, he actually wants to date you. He just doesn't know how to tell you this. And uh, he spends a lot of time thinking about you. In fact, he posts about you on sites like Reddit uh, just so he can get you cool stuff like shout outs. If you, like I said, if you think about it, there's probably not that many people in your life who go out of their way to make you smile. You should give this guy a shot seriously. And of course, then Reddit jumped on that. They're like, Yes, you know, absolutely. And all this stuff. Get him out of the friend zone and all that stuff. And then she replied and said that, Yeah, she. She wanted to know if it was true. He said it was true, and now they're going to a movie together. And, and all these people are like, I, 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 unintentionally, I didn't realize this would happen, but you know, the internet, when they see something, they want to prove it's real. They have this obsession right. with that. They want to make sure that he didn't make the second fake account. Or that I guess maybe or... we're not doing it, maybe, or mm. something. But either way, they just want to make sure it's real. That's so important to people on the internet. The people that they're never going to meet, they want to make sure it's real. And so they like investigated and found their Facebooks and their Rooster Teeth accounts and everything else. And so people have been sending me all this essentially like not private information but kind of that public private information now, you know, that's available Circling to anybody. back to our earlier conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like they said they're, people are sending me that. I'm like, oh, just let these people go, please. You know, let them, let them have their fun. Let them enjoy their life. But Are people going to stalk them on their first date? Are we going to get inside? Are we going to get streaming video the of The entire internet's invested in this now. Well, I want to further help out Christian by now he knows free ice cream. That's the way to go, right? Yeah. Free and get with it. a tiny spoon, <laughs> with the smallest, <laughs> like a toothpick. But be creative. Like flat be, end on one side. Be creative about it, though. Like to add, put a flower on top, or, or sprinkles. Or sprinkles. <laughs> sprinkles. Yeah, be creative. That's all, that's all you have, man. Joel, put a flower on it. I don't know. <laughs> Edible flower. Those are healthy for you. But I, I'm learning Joel's moves now. It's like, <laughs> put flowers on stuff. <laughs> they, they Joel is, that. give people free things and put flowers on it. Yeah. Put but a that, flower on a puppy on a pony. There. <laughs> that works. That's Joel's big move. I think Joel's big move actually is the 30 minutes of texting or whatever. whatever 30 years. 30 years of endless texting. I get the long, the long term. The long con? Yeah, the long, yeah, exactly. So is that a problem now? Just endless texting? Hmm? Uh... Eh, it depends on the person. I don't know. If it's someone you're interested in talking to and um, I, it's not really, but I don't know. If you're just trying – if you're, if it's just like, hey, 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 it's that's annoying, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is annoying. That's also annoying in person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've come full, full circle on texting. I used mm-hmm. to think that texting was my preferred method of communication. I no longer feel that way. Really? I don't. Man, I'm I'm done. I mean, maybe like on a business level because it's nice because people ask you a question, then you respond with the question, and it's like it's it's with you, and it's it's not email, so you don't feel obligated to write two paragraphs. I feel like I have to write so much in an email to justify sending an email now. But uh, text, it's like one line. Where's this? You get back. It's there. You know, and mm-hmm. that's all the information you need. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. Like like, and I even for a while I thought like texting was kind of cool because people would always say things in text that they normally wouldn't say in person. But I've I've I've, I've got to say I've reached my limit on texting. I'm, I I don't think it's an effective way to communicate because you don't get tone and you don't get what people are saying and people are like if you have a real conversation with somebody, it's just not the way to work. 
talk to people. I'm actually back to talking on the phone. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there, man. I'm there. I'm not. See, I can't. The only thing worse would be talking to someone in person. That's, well, that's, that was, no, we're two different people, man. <laughs> See, I, neither texting, emailing, or talking to the person work for me. Like, any form of communication, <laughs> basically, just doesn't really work. I, I don't know. You just communicate via YouTube videos. <laughs> that's, that's With a flower up. <laughs> so I don't know what's, what's going on. Like, it's so, it's so different now, like, for you, mm-hmm. like, with texting and all that stuff, and it's just, like, it's so oh. different from how it was. I just, I don't know. It's so instant, and um, it's, like, oh, so-and-so didn't text me back. They must be mad at me, but it's been, like, ten minutes, and um, it's just, like, instant communication all the it's time. It's like you've just taken the rules that had preexisted before when people were talking and have moved them to texting, where it's like, oh, did, I, did she, they called me last, now I have to call them, the owners on right. me, like, mm-hmm. all these rules or whatever, and I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, sometimes, like, I never have... My phone make noise. It's always on silent. Mm-hmm. So lots you of turn time, off your vibrate too. No, I, I leave it on vibrate. But lots of times, like I'll be walking and I won't feel it vibrate, mm-hmm. and it'll be like hours later, and I pick up like, oh shit, I missed that happens. Five hundred texts. Yeah. That, ha- that happens to me all the time. I'm that glad, I'm glad you did that. Time. I don't feel my phone vibrate either, and I was worried that I was dying. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, the, the really best. You know what the best vibrating phone ever was? Sidekick two. Yeah. You could feel that thing vibrate from the next room. Well, it's also the size of a hockey puck. It was the size of a hockey puck, but man, that thing could vibrate. You knew you knew when you were getting a text or a phone call. It was like an Xbox 360 controller. It was probably stronger. <laughs> like those things, those 360, by the way, 360 controller is probably the worst controller you could have to watch TV, especially when the triggers are fast forward and rewind. I had to hold that thing like it's like picking up a baby. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, whenever I'm watching should, Hulu now. You should, you should just get yeah. a, the Logitech Harmony. Yeah, I should. Well, There's no spend money. Yeah, I don't ever use my controller for the, like Netflix or Hulu I, anymore. The thing about the 360 controller is that it's like engineered to fall off whatever you put it on, and then when it hits the ground, it's engineered for a button to get pushed somehow. You are you absolutely right. Like it's just the most awkward. Like it's going to fall over, and then a button's going to get pushed. The problem and it's going to fuck. The everything. problem I'm having lately is my connect hears people talking in the movie and will like pause or rewind or fast forward sometimes. Tell like you're watching what? the lamest movies ever. No, like well, they, was, they won't even say rewind or fast forward. Like they'll say something and the connect interprets it as fast forward, and then all of a sudden my movie's fast forward. Like no Xbox, pause, 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 and it doesn't hear me yelling pause. I have to run and grab my controller, dude. I can't. Wait, bo- see, I can't believe should... he has a connect in his house. Look on his laptop here. He has a sticker whoa, whoa, over whoa, whoa, his camera. Whoa. Oops, sorry. What I do? Um, this is the, we're recording here. Got the disc spinning. He's got a. St- he's got it's duct gonna tape. Fall, it's going to fall off the table and a button's going to get pushed. He's got duct tape over his camera lens on his laptop. I used I used to connect for like really the first time this week, and um, man, fuck that thing. Fuck that, that thing. right? I mean, fuck it's that just thing. it's impossible or whatever. And uh, what do you mean it's impossible? What are you saying? I don't know. Maybe it's because my office, like the wall, it just couldn't it couldn't figure. It out. You were too close. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I might have been too close. Yeah, you, were in a, you were in a tiny room. No, know. the thing works fine. I'm just, maybe it's not the connect. Maybe it was just the game I was playing and it scarred me. The reason I say horribly. fuck it is because I, I played like that EA Active, that workout game. It is embarrassing how bad that thing kicked my ass. That, well, here's the thing. Like, so I you did, hate it because you're out of shape? Pretty much. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, I don't did, need that. I did a workout game as well, and I plugged it in. But the thing is, is like if it if you don't do the move correctly and it doesn't interpret the move correctly, you just wind up having to do the move over again. So if you over don't over play the game, you makes you play the game. Is what you're saying? So if you oh, like playing man. Super Mario Brothers, you don't make the jump; it makes you do the jump again, right? Or if it's, I like, no, no, it's like about the jump, it like, doesn't figure it out. Traditionally, when you're working out, it's like okay, you're going to do eight reps. Okay, I'll do. But eight you're reps. playing so the even, game. even if your form is bad, you did the eight reps. But in, with the with the game that I was playing, you had to do fifty reps to get to eight. I'm sorry. No, and no sympathy was, here. That was bad. No sympathy. I'll show you the tape. It's terrible. Very embarrassing. You, you made a... You taped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I recorded it. Yeah, he, it was for, he, he it was made, for a project. He made a yeah. He made a video. Is that the Laura Croft one that I was watching you do the other day? No, it's uh, Jillian Michaels Fitness Adventure. Oh, I thought it was Laura Croft. Bernie, don't get the yeah. name wrong. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I would be much better to work out with Laura Croft. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. They did. They dressed her like Laura Croft. Everyone thinks that it's really weird. I wonder why they did. Well, it's that. got like that temple setting. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of weird. She's wearing like the shorts with the leather holsters and all that stuff. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, as you do. As, when, as you do. when you're raiding tombs. When you're an Incan temple. <laughs> exactly. You ever been down to interior Mexico? Go to like the Incan and the Aztec stuff? I'd love to. I've never been past the border. Let's go. go. You've never been past the border? Mm-mm. I've never been past I, the I, border. The deepest either. I've been is like 50 or 60 miles in. What was, okay. that? What was, that? What was that like? That's like my experience with Canada. <laughs> oh, it's just like visiting family. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. But I like, don't, all, all I don't want to lease my exposure to Canada. All of my family lives right along the border. I was in uh, Dallas, Texas. I was in high school. And we were just like, hey, let's go to Mexico. And we we're like, okay. And so we just got in the car and we literally drove to Mexico. We drove uh, all the Laredo? way to Del Rio, Texas. Del Rio? We went to Del Rio, Texas, right on the border. We got right up to the border and we were like, yeah, let's not do this. We oh, what? Back. <laughs> we were like 17. Well, you're in Dallas. Why didn't you just drive to Louisiana? It had been a lot closer. No, we, we wanted to go to Mexico. Oh, yeah. I, man, I used to go down to Mexico all the time for fun. We, you, we, you don't do that anymore. That has changed. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, I used to go to college all the time. Spring break, we'd be down there in South Padre, and we'd just wander across the border to Matamoros, and that was no big deal. Was it a blast? Party with the skulls it, it and the mass graves? It was a blast. It was? It was a blast. Yeah, that was a lot now, of fun. Now, are we saying this right now? We're like, we can't do that anymore just because we're old now and we're scared, or do, uh, is it truly worse? I mean, now? we might have been stupid and didn't realize the danger, but that, literally the year I stopped going, uh, actually, no, I didn't stop going. I guess I went the year after some dude got killed and eaten by a cannibalistic cult in Mexico. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. Yeah, that if you're going to go, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, it just got worse and worse. Like, my dad would split time in the interior. He lived on Lake Chapala, which is interior Mexico. And he kept wanting me to come down there and bring the kids. And I was like, I just can't convince uh, my wife to... Uh, did he Did he run into any problems with that, with the property or anything like that? or like I, They just rented. They never oh, they owned. Rent. I yeah. See, I I don't, it's weird. Don't, it's like, don't, I think you do like 99-year leases from Mexican government. I don't think you can buy a property. Uh, Gus? Uh, I think that used to be the case. That may be different now. I don't know. It's been a, I, I, I remember it changing fairly recently. I'll tell you about a scary thing in a second here, though. But I said to my dad, I said, I just can't convince uh, uh, my wife, um, Jordan, I can't convince her to let me bring the kids down there. And he goes, what? That's ridiculous. Why not? And I said, well, so because – talk like that? That's what's my dad – impression of my dad, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, she said, she said, why not? And I said, well, she's worried about getting – you know, the kids getting kidnapped or me getting abducted, you and know, eaten. while I'm down there. Just kidnapped because it's like an industry, kidnapping in Central America. They had and good he, day earnings last year, by the way. And he <laughs> – they did fine. And for Mexico's North America. My dad's response to that was because, oh, that's ridiculous. He goes – I've lived here for four years, and I only know one person who's been kidnapped. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's been kidnapped ever. And now I know somebody by proxy because you live in Mexico. That is weird. Yeah, I've gone my whole life. Not anyone. And like on the news, like this week, it was like uh, watching ESPN, it was like catcher was kidnapped. It's like some major league catcher was kidnapped. It's oh, like, what? Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's Venezuelan. And everyone's like, oh, he's Venezuelan. Now you understand it. I don't yeah. know why we understand that. Why and wasn't it? some other baseball player stabbed in the Netherlands like over the weekend? Stabbed and killed? Stabbed in the Netherlands? Yeah. I, I don't I, – it was somewhere in Europe and I want to say it was in the Netherlands that uh, some major yeah, like, player was literally in the Netherlands. Netherlands is kind of a rough place, honestly. Was that yeah. slang? Like wasn't it where the cartoonist was killed too? Well, that was the Muslim thing, yeah. right? Well, still, he's still getting killed. I mean – Yeah, but I mean – so another baseball player was in the Netherlands that got stabbed. Yes. 
but we don't know any more than that. Uh, all I read was the headline because I don't uh, <laughs> care beyond that. So I read two crazy <laughs> stats last week. I read one from the New York Times that said 26% of people aged 25 to 34 are unemployed. 24 to 35 is a major age demographic. That is the post-college years. 26% of those people are unemployed. And then I read, and I can't find it, but there's a ridiculous amount of people in Mexico that it's – I want to say it's like 7 million young people that are neither studying nor are they working. They're just like essentially an entire population of roving roving packs of miscreants essentially. And it's getting to be a bigger and bigger problem. Why are they, why are they packs? Because they're minorities? What's that? Why are they packs? Just because they're minorities? I don't want people to think there's 7 million people like a herd running across all of Mexico. Of <laughs> it's going to be a map with a dust storm. <laughs> 7.6 million people. It's, uh, they're talking about Spain. Like, the unemployment in Spain is like 20%. And it's like the, un- un- the, like the unemployment rate, it's really a lot worse than that because it's just measuring people who are on unemployment. But eventually they – a lot of them go through that process. Don't they list uh, unemployment to people who are looking for work? Exactly. Right. right. Yeah, right. So there's a lot of people who like, yeah, are out of it. So it's even worse than that. But it's like, I don't know. We're looking at old statistics and applying them to new situations. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I think your 7 million number was, was, uh, was on the spot. I read that article as well. Bam. All right, good. So scary still. It's going to yeah. be more. I know, a guy, I know a guy who's a lot like Joel. And his name is I'm also so sorry for you, Joel. Yeah, I know. And I get it everywhere I go. Like, like every time a bank fails, he's like, yes. He's like, buy gold, buy gold. And his also thing too is, um, you know, as years go on, put as much, put as many states between you and Mexico as you can. Huh. You see, that's a big thing. He thinks it's going to get to be a bigger and bigger problem. You know, with drugs I and mean, everything you, else. You crime. look, you look at what's been going on, and I mean, it's. Been right. Is that blown out of proportion though? Because I only hear about that kind of stuff like when I hear about those assholes in Arizona who patrol the border. The 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 violence in Mexico is pretty bad, but there was a study recently that proved the violence is not spilling over the United States nearly as much as people claim. It's uh, a lot of scare tactics. The Mm -hmm. the crime levels are pretty steady or dropping on the American side, but it's really bad in Mexico. That's the other thing too. Is like violent crime in general in the U.S. is way way down. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Like I would I would probably. Be more likely to go to Mexico if we if I took a plane, you know, and went from one city to another city. But I don't think I would drive mm-hmm. through Mexico. You, you basically, what you're saying is you would fly over the border. Is yeah, what you're saying. I think so, right? Yeah. I mean, didn't, uh, didn't Jack recently go to Mexico or whatever? Yeah, he went like, to Cancun. Yeah. See, I wouldn't mind going there. Although it's like I'm actually more scared of the water than anything else. Probably. Quite scared what of the water mean? because I hear too many. Like he went there and they got like sick or whatever. Oh, you mean oh, like, the beach? I thought you meant oh. like swimming. So no, no, like, <laughs> I was getting ready for a great story. Those unemployed sharks. <laughs> really the roving you sharks. Right, exactly. well, if you go to a decent resort, they should have uh, safe water. I don't know. I don't give a, you know what? I don't give a shit about that stuff. That, that doesn't that doesn't I, scare me at all. Like, well, you, I, like you never you never get sick, probably. Michael, yeah, not well, if you, gonna, if you not well. Let's get Michael in here. Michael Ragequid does this thing too, which uh-huh. I admire. Where. He's, he, he'll he'll put a sandwich down and he'll pick it up the next day and start eating it. Well, right. admire that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You That's admire that. You just said you admire someone who puts food on the floor and then eats it the next People day. People are babies about that. <laughs> They're babies they do, about it. It's like how someone gains your respect. You know, it's all it's all fun and games until you get food poisoning. I've never had how, food poisoning. <gasps> see, well, that's the difference. Oh, I have had food yeah. poisoning. Because you're... And once you get... I don't know, I broke it's it. It's a mental thing. You're mentally prepared you to get overcome. food poisoning. That's why you get it. I don't know if it works that way. We, we need to get a doctor 
on here on the podcast. Just have them no. standing by the whole time. <laughs> that sounds Dude, boring. Did you, get you think cavemen get poisoned? Is that what you asked? What's that? Would you ask? So did, ca- did cavemen get food poisoning? <laughs> I'm sure it. they did. And when they did, they probably died. <laughs> Of what? You've never gotten food points. See, that's so annoying. They were annoying. doing the worst stuff. They that's were fighting so off fucking annoying. the Tyrannosaurus. I'm going to... Someone... With a spear with a rock on the end. We need to give you some... We need to, like... This is what we need to do. We need to get, like, a jar of salmonella. <laughs> and then just see... We can put that on the... All right. I got Michael in here. Hey, pull up a chair and join us. So here's what I'm talking there's about. There's no microphone for Michael, you. I'm sorry. A.K.A. Michael Rage Quit. I was talking to them about uh, this I admire Hello. is that you will buy, like, say, for instance, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You'll buy two of them. Yeah. And you'll leave one at your desk. And you'll come the next day, and then you'll just eat it. Yes. I, I want you to know, he's, say, he's saying he admires that. He admires <laughs> I you I went for through, doing that. I went through that. I did that when I was in college and when I was his age. I did that for a long time until something goes wrong, then you don't do it anymore. <laughs> Have you ever gotten sick? No. I yeah, you did. You, you, you liar. Remember that one day you came in, you ate the quesadilla, and you're like, I, don't, I shouldn't have eaten that. I don't yeah. feel so good. And you <laughs> ran to the bathroom. That's true. That, so, was, that was while I was eating it. But, but I mean, I You mean, cannot lie and say you did not. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It wasn't like I was sick about it for days. It was like, you know, I flushed it out, then I'm good to go. See, yeah. I, was worth, it was worth the quesadilla. I believe him because I don't think he really got sick. It's like once you really, really get sick, then it's like, oh, I remember what that's like. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. See, and that's the other thing too. Is We're like, just going to keep feeding you stuff. People always keep eating it. People always forgot about like dates on meat too. That's what cooking is. If you cook it, you kill all that shit. In fact, I hate to break this to you. Did you say dates on meat? Yeah, like if, oh, a, if it's like five days past the date. Uh-huh. Come on. Just cook it. Fuck that. That's the point. Bite it. That's what cavemen figured out. They found a dead deer and they cooked it. Cavemen also lived to like 30 years. And then they died. But those were 30 good good years, dude. 30 good years. Of texting. That's more more than anybody could ask. They were etching stones to the girls they liked. But I'm seriously, it's like if if meat and you grab it and you cook it, it should be fine. And if you go, I hate to break this to you. This is why, I don't know if you ever noticed this. I never eat anything Bernie cooks. Good for you. I don't know if you've ever noticed. Nothing. When you grill, no. That's like the danger zone for me. I just hate when we cook, too. It's like, and people who have, like, food handling courses, you know, from when they worked at a restaurant or whatever, they're always so bitchy and complaining about, like, when you touch chicken. About when you safety. <laughs> and when you didn't touch the chicken. We, we got to raise the stakes here. I, we got to raise the stakes. So you start seeing, putting more dangerous stuff and see do it. how it goes. Yeah. Well, not me. Let me tell you something. When you go to one of your fancy steak restaurants, like, when you do jackasses, go to conventions, and you you always end up eating at some hundred dollar a plate place. Delicious steaks. Gus, <laughs> what is that? Why do you punish us for sending you out of town to an event? Why do, do you, do you do have that? to ask? Yes. You're sending me out of town to an event, so I'm punishing you. <laughs> so like, you, you nailed it on the fucking head. He's like, if I have to spend a fucking week in San Diego, you're going to pay for a fucking dinner. No shit. Gus has found a really great, great uh, thing. It's this trend where, let's say we go to PAX or we go to San Diego. It's You're in a place where there's Potentially in San Diego, a hundred thousand people. Yeah, one hundred twenty to one hundred forty thousand. Yeah. So what Gus has figured out: if you eat at the most expensive restaurant, then you can immediately go in and sit down because nobody goes to the most expensive restaurants. Brilliant! Time saving. Fucking genius! You can wait. Fucking, you you so can wait much. two hours in line at the subway, or you can eat a hundred dollar steak. It's, totally it's worth it because yeah, everyone's totally worth totally it. Worth everyone's it. tapped out from buying the five hundred dollar Iron Man replica helmet or whatever <laughs> from San Diego, so they can't afford to go to Prime Steakhouse or where the fuck you go. Or like uh, it's a write-off. What is it, Nobu or whatever? No, I did not eat at Nobu, but it was fucking funny that that when you're at Comic Con, there was no one in Nobu, and all the waiters were just standing at the window, looking out at all the huge (laughs) crowds of people, and there was not a fucking person in that restaurant. Everywhere we go across the country, it's the same fucking story. It's like just like yeah, no tipping and no like they just they they spent all their money. The restaurants are not going to see anything. 
Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to say like it's 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 a negative thing. I'm glad that people come to Comic Con. Fuck yeah, and and buy stuff and have no money when they walk out. Yes, I I, I wish I could grab everyone by the ankles well, and shake no, them I mean, out, that, shake their money out, like internet <laughs> connection. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. But when you go to those steakhouses, if you see aged meat on um, like our steaks are aged, dry aged, or wet aged, that means they basically that means leave they them left in it a, out on the floor. Exactly, that's what they did. And you're eating yeah. it up to like 20, 30 oh, days. They're leaving the steaks I'm out. I'm only leaving it there for like two. Right, but then they cook it. They don't leave a fucking cooked Chick Fil A. <laughs> I'm not arguing. It's two different fucking arguments. It's two different arguments. Okay, okay calm you know, down. Something that's been cooked Sunday. and left out versus something that's not cooked and Listen, left out. You I think I have a you eat the way you want to eat. I like the way I want to eat. There's a lot of angry pointing going on. Furious. Bernie just wants to fight animals yes. and then eat them. I think yeah, he like wants to fight them, strong... leave them out for a couple of weeks on the savannah, yeah. and then eat them. That's an excellent point. I'm not afraid of an I'm animal trying, at any point. I'm sorry to Dead connect, or alive, I'm, I'm not afraid. To the dots. On uh, Sunday, uh, Lindsay and I wanted to get the pumpkin pie at McDonald's because it's seasonal and they have it. That sounds awesome, by right. the way. It's like one of those fried pies with I don't pumpkin know. In I, it? Di- I didn't have it. She had it the other day without me, and I threatened to hit her again. It, I mean, hit <laughs> okay. her if she went without me. Okay, again. okay. Oh, you threatened to hit her if she went without you. Okay, yeah. that's cool then. That's <laughs> um, totally fine. Yeah, so... Uh, so Things were but she, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rules yeah. Up there. So, yeah, so... Um, she didn't remember the McDonald's she went to, so she looked it up on her phone. And she, didn't up, remember. she didn't remember. Yeah. So we ended up going to Walmart just to go to McDonald's in Walmart, and I was like, we are like the classiest people here. So we so we went in, we went to McDonald's. Michael, when was the last time you texted Lindsay? <laughs> last time I texted her? I don't know. Like yesterday? What did you say to her? <laughs> then let her finish her story. I don't remember exactly what it was. It's just probably like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how appropriate that was. Oh <laughs> Emily, Emily has this look of triumph on her face. Yeah. So, uh, so we get there. They have the fucking pumpkin pie, but we're like, eh, fuck it, we're already at Walmart. We'll just buy pumpkin pie at Walmart. So we bought pumpkin pie and cherry pie. But the point is, uh, that McDonald's, I woke up Monday morning, and there was like eight nuggets left that sat on the counter all night. And I ate spoonfuls of cherry pie and old nuggets for breakfast. And, and you're fine. And, and here I am. Look at you. A whole day later. That was my breakfast yesterday. It's a miracle. Performing is doing No, it. it's not a See, miracle. That's it's science. When I got, <laughs> when I got food science. poisoning, that's what I got food poisoning from. It was from chicken nuggets from really? a fast food establishment. I got food poisoning from were chicken nuggets. Were they it nuggets was, or muck nuggets? It was the worst thing that had – I mean it was like, it was like two weeks of – Sheer agony. Have you ever seen? It, it was a wintry day. I went out. We bought the nuggets. It was snowing <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> you remember? For all those people in the Northeast, you know when it snows a lot, and then like you get the uh, like the the snow plows like pile up big giant snow banks. Mm-hmm. Like um, so, I, I'm 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 going down the thing here. This is gonna. Keep going, come on. We had, we had this giant 4x4 four four truck, and so we were like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go buy chicken nuggets, and then we're going to go to the school parking lot, and we're going to jump the 4x4 four four off of the giant pile of hill, because like, the snow plows jumps. The chicken nuggets were important so to we, plan. The chicken nuggets are integral to that plan, Michael. <laughs> okay. You yeah. need fuel for the truck and for yourself. <laughs> this is the story. Too, like, too, I was going somewhere. No, else, no, go, go, like, go. You, you know those – so the giant piles of snow. Yes. You know when you see the Toyota commercial and the 4x4, four four, like – Goes through the thing, the poofy, fluffy snow, and the poofy, fluffy snow goes everywhere, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. We were thinking that's what was going to happen. We're going to drive this 4x4 through the giant, puffy, fluffy snow. It's going to go everywhere. We back the truck up. We 
started driving in the parking lot, and we hit that thing, and that motherfucker was rock fucking yep. hard. And then we went, instead of through it, we went up the thing and then jumped into the air. Wow. And I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And I remember being, the sunroof was open, and I remember being out of the sunroof looking down, and there were chicken nuggets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And then later, I ate the chicken nuggets and then got food poisoning. <laughs> Wait, did you get ejected from the truck? Or you I, got, like, I got like a halfway ejected. Wow. Truck, yeah. Joel, and I survived gonna, the accident to eat the chicken nuggets <laughs> to get food poisoning. I'm going to go on a limb here. You're working from a cause and effect mentality. You had a concussion. And you threw up from having a c- concussion. And you blamed it on the chicken nuggets because you ate chicken nuggets. Did he though? Because if you got out the sunroof, he probably didn't hit his head. Okay. Everybody out in the world who has gotten food poisoning... Knows that it was food poisoning. <laughs> well, can I just do pretty quick? <laughs> have you yeah. not noticed though, too, that there are a lot of people who get food poisoning all the time? Like I, that happens to some people. Like they they get food poisoning like twice a year, three times a year. How is it possible? I've never had food poisoning, and Rage Quits never had po- food poisoning. Whoa, I've only had food. Po- I've only had food poisoning. I've only had food poisoning like once. Me right? Too. How, have you ever had food poisoning? A, guys? a couple times. A couple times. Emily, you had once. Once, yeah. That's not was how- it from free ice cream. No, Salt Lick. Salt oh, oh really? me too. Me too. Before, yeah. Oh, don't! How dare you disparage I, the Salt Lick? I vomited so violently. Well, maybe, okay, okay. You know, you can tell the chicken. You can tell my story. Maybe if the Salt Lick sponsored this podcast, we wouldn't have to tell these stories. I know the story. I have to leave while he tells. I vomited so violently that a whole bean shot out of my oh! nose. <laughs> oh, like, I felt it come out and it shot out. Oh, <laughs> I hate this story. Oh, and see, the thing was, it was the most pleasant vomit experience I've ever had because there was so much barbecue sauce that the bathroom smelled like barbecue sauce afterwards. And the toilet was just like a soupy mess of partially digested oh, meat stop, and barbecue sauce and a couple of other beans. Oh, God. <laughs> That's awful. But, like I said, once it was done, I was like, it smells really good in here. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. See, I don't get food poisoning. Whatever you notice about me. I have a horrible gag reflex. An awful, awful gag reflex. So even envisioning that, (coughs) it just makes me, ugh. But it's funny, because like you said, when you know, you know. All right, all right. Michael. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. We're done with it. Would you you have eaten that bean? Stop it. Stop it. It's hypothetical. Put the bean in front of me. Metaphorically speaking, would you have eaten that bean? It's possible. If there was a camera. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 Don't tell that story anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You think about the anatomy of, like, the head and stuff. Like, the the route it had to travel for that to like, happen. Not only up, but down as well. Uh, like, it had to have been like a gunshot, probably. It was like, like a velocity. Yeah, it was like, like a pop gun or something, you know? God, like, that's awful. <laughs> okay, look. look did it break once a window again, on its way out? <laughs> I don't want to judge what other people are doing in their lives, like Mr. Concussion Chicken Nuggets over here. <laughs> but maybe you got sick because you're eating so fast you're swallowing <laughs> beans whole. I mean, slow the fuck down and chew your food. Hey, if you're going to criticize me, I'll go into more detail about it. <laughs> Mr. Gag over here. So, yeah, all right, so can you, let me ask you a question. I guess you, I saw you eat barbecue the other day, so it doesn't affect, you thought it was good the moment it was out of you. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Stop it, stop it. I had like, I, the first time I got sick off of alcohol, it was uh, Orange Julius Mad Dog 2020. Oh, that sounds awesome. And uh, boy, I got so sick, it was like... Was it like I, an orange Mad Dog? Oh, God, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It's like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I still to this day cannot touch Orange Julius Mad Dog 2020. Well, luckily, you, I, I don't think you can touch Orange Julius anywhere anymore. Is that place still around? 
you know, <laughs> Mad Dog is something you no longer drink when you turn 17. Right, yeah. Or you also get your it's first like, part-time job. I have more than $3 now. I can bump <laughs> it up to the next <laughs> I, level. I don't need to drink nail polish that's just been repackaged. Oh, God, that stuff was horrible. Yeah, that in Boone's Farm. God, that was like the standard go-to when I was growing up in Houston. Oh, it's just terrible stuff. What were, what were we thinking? We weren't. That stuff was, yeah. What are they drinking now? Yeah. What do you What are you guys drinking? They don't even, they, do you, they don't even make hey, wine cooler. Wait, how old are you, Michael? Yeah, they do. Four. I think I see him. Uh, Michael's old enough. When was the last time you saw a wine cooler? I think I see him every now and then in the grocery store. Bullshit. Yeah. Like Bartles and James? Yeah. The last time I Seagram's, saw I a wine cooler was the last time I was around probably a frag doll. <laughs> that would be appropriate. That would make sense. Here, I'm going to look at the wine coolers. I think, Michael, you just drink like Lone Star and cheap beer, right? Lone Star and Coors Light and Corona. Any and beer that's been left open and out for a few days? No, that I won't drink. That's a no-no. But anything else, anything that's free, anything that's being served... Yeah, we had a, we had that big read through for season ten, which I should now that I've mentioned, I can send you the picture of the read through that we did uh, for the link dump. But part of that was we filled the fridge with beer and just had a really great time with all the actors who were in town. We even got a photo booth here where people could jump in. That was a do lot we, of fun. Yeah, do we ever? I guess we never digitize uh, any of those. Photos. Uh, no, we have them all yeah. digitized. They're on the I, server. I want to say if you say you're going to send me an image for the link dump, please send it. I got in a lot of trouble for not sending for not posting the uh, sleeping picture of us last. But night. I posted them, and in fact, look yeah. what I'm doing here. I'm actually sending you links already. Oh, look at that! They're waiting awesome. for you as I talk about stuff. That's all. That's wow, yeah. efficient. Look at me. Do you, have, do you have a picture of the bean? No, <laughs> stop it. Maybe we gag again. But uh, we so we had a bunch of beer. So people, you know, when you have a party, there's always like those half or only quarter drunk beers that are like laying around. And so then you start dumping them out in the sink. The next day after a party, that flat beer smell, that yeah, stale old beer smell, that. that is the worst smell in the world. See, that doesn't bother and me And I feel all. like you, 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 even once you get rid of the beer, the smell's still there. Like, you cannot get rid of that smell for a few days. It's, it's the like the smell s- of beer has never bothered me. The old beer, old stale beer. beer. Like, sc- it's a different smell. It doesn't you know, bother me. No. It's like the smell of a house having a have hangover. You, have, you ever, have you ever drank so much beer that when you, like, when you urinate, it sort of smells like that? No. Why are you whispering? <laughs> No. This is gross. Does your body not work? <laughs> what the hell? You're just passing. Like, I'm just going to take the alcohol part and move on the rest on. I have though. I have woken up. Like there was a point when I was – it was in uh, – when we went to Australia. We I had to catch like a 6 a.m. flight to New Zealand. I somehow – man, when I book travel, I think I'm way cooler than I am. <laughs> like, oh, a 6 a.m. flight, that's no big deal. Well, guess what? Australia to New Zealand is international. So that means we got to show up two hours early. That's 4 a.m. It means we have to leave the hotel at 3 a.m. You know what? This thing. You sent me that flight information. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's like I looked and could not, I could not find any flight that was not a 6 a.m. flight. I don't know what the story is there. Yeah, and it was, then like, it was either Gus, 6 a.m. or overnight. Yeah, it was just – I don't know why, why that is, but there was no getting around that. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just like I just hated myself so much. So mm-hmm. I, 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 that was one of the things where I came home um, in Melbourne. We came home, went back to the hotel, and then I had to be up at 3, so I thought, oh, I'll sleep for an hour. And I'm pretty sure it's that thing where you wake up and you're still drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Not like I'm not even like hammered, but not like Brandon was. But uh, I woke up and I was still had the feeling of waking up drunk. That's that's, that's, that's I, I don't know that's if you a terrible feeling. You and I did that at the first TO that we went to when we stayed at the Sarajevo Hotel. Oh God, we had a super early flight. It was the same thing. We had to be at the airport before dawn. We got back to the hotel room like at three in the morning. We're like, let's just not sleep. Oh look, there's a couple beers here. Let's just drink the beers. What, did you try that? Yeah, well, in London, the drinking age is 18. Uh-huh. And so it's the first time I ever drank anything. And then my flight, I had to, like, get up at four. And I just, like, fell asleep involuntarily, like, at the airport, like, waiting for my flight and stuff. And I just had no idea. I'd, like, be holding a book and wake up, like, two hours later. It was really scary. Did you miss your flight or did you get on? No, I got okay. it. Like, because the announcement was rolling, <laughs> but 
is the only time I'd ever done that. Do you see that Best Buy commercial that's based on you? Yes. <laughs> What's up with that? Do you guys see that commercial? What no. is it? It's totally like a commercial that's utterly based on Emily. It's really? Just, yeah, it's just like, I'm some girl. I'm doing a zombie movie. It's like, wow, this is totally Emily. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah, seen that. Yeah, because your, your first couple movies were horror movies. and then Yeah, she's making a zombie movie. She's like, I'm going to get my home video camera. My parents are going to help me, and it's going to be great. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did they, are, 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 can I ask you a question? Did they approach you about that? No, but I got a lot of tweets about it. I'm like, oh, it can't be that close. And I saw it on TV, and I was like, that's a little close. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole Kitty Wood controversy that's yeah, going on right now. You know, uh, I, what's going on with why would there? Should, so should, should we cut Michael loose? Yeah, Michael. Kind of thanks, yeah, thank thanks, you, dude. Michael. Go go eat a nacho that's been sitting around for <laughs> two, 20 hours or something. You that was giving me high five. You really bad at high fives, yeah. dude. I'm a pro at high fives, but you just came at me. I didn't know what your game plan was. Right, just came at me. <laughs> really <laughs> bad at high fives. Next time, prepare him for the high fives. Thanks, Michael. Um, yeah, so I was in this short for a local director named Joe Hello, Nicolosi. Thanks, Michael. And it was called Kittywood, and it was a spoof about the made-up, you know, fictional studio that makes all the cat videos for the internet. Mm-hmm. And so we, I played like the Steve Jobs slash Mark Zuckerberg character who was like the CEO guru of this company. I think John Erler's in it. He plays Agent North and Rivers Blue and some other local actors are in it. It was fun to go and just uh, – I had no other responsibilities other than just to act in it, and that was fun. Um, <clears throat> that was about four months ago, and it did pretty well. I think I got like 600,000 views or something yeah. like that. And then just last week, some Canadian ad agency put out Catvertising, which was an advertising agency that makes all the cat videos for the internet, and it's essentially the same video. And so because it wasn't our video, I felt more compelled, like, oh, I can fucking I can rail on this as being a copycat, you know what I mean? So Copycat? <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, so I uh, was, like, I, I retweeted something that John Erler posted on Twitter and something like that. Like, it's our stuff. I just, I don't like to call that kind of stuff out because yeah. you never know. We make so much stuff here, too. I'm sure somebody could find something we make that's similar to some other video, you sure. know, all the videos we make. So be careful about that. But it's one of those things, too, where people will sometimes call you on something. Like, like oh, this is just this thing you guys made. It's just like so-and-so. But then when it's you, it's like, they're like, oh, shut up. You know? It's not, they're not even close to similar. It's like two videos about cats. You know? Advertising agencies making cat videos. Exact same thing. It's like beat for beat. It's almost the same thing. They're like, no, nah, shut up. So it just goes to show. It's like you think all that stuff is important, but nobody at the bottom line. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody, nobody cares at all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's and true. The argument I made last time about that is like sometimes we'll have some guy threw it back in my face when I talked about this before where he said well Bernie's even said before that they go to make a video and they look it up online and somebody's already made that video like that's how fast things move online he says they do that and I was like yeah you jackass so we don't make the video that's that's our solution to that it's like when we find out the video's already been made or somebody's got a similar idea we don't we don't spend our time making that video and making another one just like it even though we could do it and you know probably just fine and nobody would give a shit mm-hmm. but that's why we stop doing that stuff so you anonymous person who wrote to me a year and a half ago, fuck you. <laughs> you just got served podcast style. <laughs> yeah, that negativity, man. You can store that stuff up sometimes. You yeah. really can. I love it. I love it. I love reading it. But I, I know you do. I know. Michael also loves reading it. Uh, so, Gus, I posted on the front page. This is a chat that I had with Brandon when he got drunk in Melbourne. Uh-huh. I, I just want to read to you what he wrote to me. I, I it was This is at 1230. Is this 1230 p.m.? Oh, you, you weren't on this podcast. He described his side of this but yeah. we haven't we haven't seen the text yet we haven't heard the text yet well so i wrote to him and i said he was at a fan event and then i went out to meet some friends i have in australia and so he stayed there and joel where'd you go I oh you went with me I <laughs> yeah you went with me i must have been yeah yeah and so i just texted him and i said hey it's like 12 30 night i said are you still out and brandon replies i'm just gonna read this verbatim 
yeah, spelled no H, yeah, looking for cab back, they, G, new text, it, me, so many drinks, need to get back on this to our up. New text, just the letter I. That's it. So what we're saying is... And there's a bunch of line breaks as well. (laughs) Yeah, and I wrote... What we're saying is if you're a guy and you need to send a text message to a girl, that's what you sent. Exactly. (laughs) That's a smooth move. So I said, hey, take a cab to me. I'm at the bar. I said the bar where we were, and he says, I'm just trying to get to the hotel. That's, and my only reply was, trying? <laughs> like, trying? And that was it for the rest of the night. I never heard from that's, him. That's again. typical Bernie, where Brandon's like, oh, God, my liver, I'm dying. I'm filled with so much beer. And Bernie's response is, yeah, come, come, come drink to the with bar. us. Come over here. Yeah, come on. I was going to take care of him. We're eating like, dead animals. Like, feed him drinks and mm. make him eat old chicken nuggets or anything <laughs> Who knows? Brandon is more susceptible to experimentation and torture. When well, it, well, you know, it's important to discover or learn things. So <laughs> yeah. it's if you're going to have... Like the limits of a human body's tolerance for electricity. I almost <laughs> almost discovered that in New Zealand. Almost. I was also fucking with Brandon nonstop on the trip because... Did you tell him everything was electrified? No. Well, I was like, you know, he was so excited because he'd never traveled internationally. And, you know, this, this scumbag. I mean, we go to New Zealand. We meet Peter Jackson. He's like... The national treasure of New Zealand. And, like, Brandon's first trip to New Zealand, he gets to meet Peter Jackson. So he was having a great time. He's having a lot of fun. And when we even flew to Austin to <clears throat> excuse me, to L.A., I thought, this would be kind of cool. I'll upgrade him to first class. I'll use some miles that I have, and I'll upgrade Brandon to first class. So we did that. He was so fucking excited. And then he found out. He goes, are these drinks free? And I said, yeah, they're free. And he goes, oh, my God. So he was, like, ordering two drinks at a time. And so then I started, all right, we're going to go all the way with this. I said, so – Listen, whenever you want to drink, just hit the button. That's what that's for. Oh, my God. Did you really do that? I did. Gus is going to love this even more. And he goes, and he goes. And he had his wallet out because he was willing to pay. And he started to put his wallet away. And I go, well, don't put your wallet away. He goes, well, the drinks are free. I go, you still have to tip the flight attendants. And he goes, oh, really? I go, yeah. And they're going to act like, please don't do that. You know, I can't accept it. But that's just what they do and say. Oh, my God. Which is anyone who's traveled never try to tip a flight attendant. They will throw you off the fucking plane at thirty five thousand feet if you try to tip them. Why is that, Gus? It's they're not waiters. I mean, that, that's you're, you're essentially t- calling them a waiter, but they're not. I mean, that's an auxiliary function of what they do is to pr- give you a drink if you ask for it. They're more like they're, safety they're for personnel. Safety. Yeah. yeah, I've I've noticed that uh, they're just angry. Period. <laughs> they're just angry. We're well, to deal with and the jackasses on a plane. You'd be angry too. I, I guess so. I, I get like really? the th- you can't at this point you can't get along with flight attendants. I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I can't get along with flight attendants. I'm just saying they're they're angry. I, I disagree. I think it's if you if you get if you're in the first class, they're less angry and they hide it better. No, I very rarely deal with angry, angry. flight attendants. Do you mm-hmm. guess? They're very angry. every now and then, but I don't think it's I don't think it's that common. They're normally okay. You really? just got to smile and be nice. The only the only the only, nice only flight is the Ve- LA to Vegas. They're happy on that one. All the rest of them are terrible. I think you have fun with the flight attendants. You kind of fuck around, you know, a little bit, mm-hmm. and let them know you fly a lot. Then they end up giving you like the free little bottles of boost. Yeah, you once you know how, if they if they know you know how the system works, right? Then everything's good. Yeah, especially if like you change seats and you're like, I don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah, and they like come and they give you the little bottles of vodka. Because <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes all the flights way better. Yeah, that's little like the free ice cream at the Alamo. That's you get the free little bottles of, of vodka on, mm-hmm. a, on American Airlines. For the flight. record, that kid has been my friend for like ten years. It wasn't like a. Well, a how, do you, how, do you, how do you feel now? That, how do you feel that you've made this is now? Job? This is we now Bernie's opportunity to go yes. ahead and make a Reddit post about this. So Emily, oh, yeah, your I'm, friend, I'm calling the kid secretly out. Secretly likes podcast. you. 
and probably wants to date you and has gone to a lot of trouble to give you free ice cream. <laughs> look, so. Emily, the guy saw me. I look like a dude who likes free ice cream. I, there was no <laughs> offer free ice cream, right? You see me sit in the chair like, that dude likes free ice cream too. Nope, I didn't get anything. Awkward. It was, yeah. Well, you know he doesn't like it. Well, Miles was there and Carrie was there too. No Did they me. get free ice cream? Nope. Oh, Carrie looks How like a girl. How can you too. not give Carrie free ice cream? <laughs> I, I have to fight the urge to give Carrie free ice cream just seeing him on day to day. I don't know why that is. There was another thing I want to talk about since I don't want to talk about Australia and New Zealand anymore. Okay. And there was a cool trend that we noticed in uh, Australia. Um, where we were in Melbourne, there was a convention center that was right next to a casino. Well, in a casino, there's lots of cool restaurants too. So uh, we sat in this one restaurant. We had a waitress one day. Joel, how old do you think she was? She was probably about 25, and she had... I'm really bad at this game. She had silver hair. Like, she had full gray hair. I'm not talking just, like, a gray streak or anything like that. She had gray hair. Mm -hmm. And it looked really cool. And then I noticed that several other girls that we saw had gray hair. Was it dyed, or had they all seen something horrible? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they had seen something terrible. But like a, like a great white shark, or one of those octopuses that paralyzes you for 24 hours. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Oh my god, tell you about that. That's a real thing? Jesus. You should eat that. So, anyway, I thought that was really cool. So, it's like, I don't know if that's a trend and it's making its way here, but I gotta say, I, feel like that's a, I thought that was a really cool look. We talked about it a lot. I, I, I have no memory. Joel, no memory? Joel was really drunk. I, I guess so. I really don't. The girl I, with silver hair, I thought it I remember the girl part of the equation. I just don't remember her having gray hair. You never got that high? <laughs> it was when we that day when we were like, we went to lunch at like 11.30 and uh-huh. nothing opened until 12.15, so we wandered right. for a while. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. She was cool. Yeah. She was like, oh, bring the armor guys over here. That's right, the, that guy, that girl. It's always, yeah. it's funny when you deal with the periphery. It's just like, so you remember like, everything about this people. girl, but you don't remember the fact that she had silver hair. I don't remember that. Which is really crazy for Joel, because one thing I've noticed about Joel, if you're a woman and you want to know the one thing about you that makes you unattractive, like you're Scarlett Johansson and you're one of the most beautiful people on the planet, but there's just one thing about you that would make you unattractive, just talk to Joel Heyman, because Joel Heyman will pick that one fucking thing and go, nope, the distance between her tip of her nose and her top lip is too far. <laughs> it's literally that kind of stuff. I, I learned what a frenum is from Joel. <laughs> I am uh, insane. You are. I, I, I am insane. Do you, I will micro-split. I will micro-split and micro-split and micro-split. I will just You will invent stop. words and then perform those words. Yeah, but everyone knows what I mean. Everyone yeah, frenulum. Knows. Isn't that the word you use? It's <laughs> frenulum. It's the dip in your nose. The small fold of tissue yeah. that secures or restricts the motion of a mobile organ in the body. I'm very dysfunctional. You very, are. Do I'm you turn that level of scrutiny on yourself? Yes. You do? Yeah. That's got to be horrific. Have you seen the pictures that we did? Yeah. With the, with the thing? Yeah. Terrible. I didn't look at yours. God, they're fucking awful. No, yours were bad. They were terrible. <laughs> they were fucking awful. I'm such a narcissist. I only looked at mine. I was like, yes. These are all excellent. I only looked at mine. <laughs> Pick a favorite. <laughs> Whatever. Random like, can selection. we make a collage? You <laughs> <laughs> make a collage. You should just use uh, your poster or whatever. Uh, the picture Pick. I ended up picking had me and the poster in it. That were, I've noticed that with a the theme view, you're trying to use as many images of you in the image. Yes. That's weird. Yes. Yeah. It's all coming full circle. It's like some sort of subconscious thing going on with you. It's not subconscious at all. No. At all. Not. Well, for the viewer. Yeah. So it, I think it's, it's, it's branding, the Gus brand. Branding. Can I tell you how much I hate that term, branding? You hate it? I do. I really do. Which is ironic because <laughs> we just went through a rebrand on the uh, Rich Teeth podcast. Hey. <laughs> Still no pizza, though. What's that? Still no pizza, though. What does that mean? The rebranding. Why, why did we rebrand? Oh, we don't have pizza. I see what you're saying because we made fun. We said. Oh, I see. So we, we have made our, our pizza money yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming soon, dude. 
We're scratching and saving. Pizza for days. I'm going to leave it out, and Michael's going to eat it like a week later. And have so much pizza. Yeah, I, I really do feel like we need to push this. We need to start adding. If, 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 if we need to start adding things to raise the stakes in eating food stuff for you and Michael. Let's, let's, find, let's find that point. I, I really don't know what you would have to like, do to food that I wouldn't eat it. Didn't you guys ever grow up with like the God made dirt so dirt don't hurt? That kind of thing? No. <laughs> no? No. Five second rule? No. Like if you drop something on the ground, would you not eat it? I burn well, it. It kind of depends upon the gr- – I mean mostly no, but I mean – It's not like a men's bathroom in a gas station. Like, I mean also you're, what you're eating. Where are you, oh, where are you oh, eating oh. food? <laughs> Just anywhere you eat food. Like in the kitchen. If you drop food in the kitchen. No, I wouldn't. Everyone in this office is fucking filthy. If anything touches the floor here, mm Seriously? Yeah. Really? I find that interesting. No, I mean it is pretty – It's mean, essentially like dropping – Food onto no. the bottom of people's shoes. Whatever you're gonna say, it's not like that. At all. It's a bad thing too, because once you once you fixate on something or you look at it, then it's game over. Because like once you start connecting the dot, you know, there's like there's, we we work in an office where there's no toilet paper ever. So what? what I, how so dare how that? you say that? There's, there's no, no toilet paper in our there's office. There's like garbage piled up on top of garbage. You can't get the thing. Well, just pictures. We put them up all the time. That has to like do with the people going wrong. That's yeah, what but, you mean exactly. <laughs> lazy fucking people. Like I posted that picture today where they took five pizza boxes. I now know. I now know. I know. I now know why the term you know zombie plan originated from us because no question that virus is going to break out from here. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going to be the ones. They may already be here. I saw Chris shambling around earlier this morning. <laughs> Look kind of suspicious. You know, because we don't have toilet paper. <laughs> this in this last episode of Walking Dead, they did a flashback at the beginning of it to. Uh, I guess it was previous week's episode. Flashback to like the, when they were napalm dropping on the cities, like before, because the, the show starts after the apocalypse, essentially. Uh-huh. So they flash back to when it was going on, like when people are trying to escape the cities. Uh huh. And it is, it's like, at what point, if that was happening, at what point would you accept it? Like, Emily, you were talking about this. Like, you get nervous when you see a guy shambling slowly, <laughs> right? I like pick up my purse and like get ready to go. <laughs> So you're getting ready to haul ass? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. I get my key out for my car. Think about how many water bottles are in there. Where I need to go. <laughs> well, well, Brandon has said his zombie plan is just to give up. Oh, no. And to, get, to become a zombie. Yeah, just to succumb to it. It is an interesting idea. It's like cryogenic storage. It's like, let's become a zombie, and then maybe whenever they find a cure for it, I'll be around. One of the women who works at our DVD distributor said that that's her plan as well, and that she has a list of people she's going to eat. Really? Yeah, she has. Like, she's thought this she's, out. Like, she's, like, she wants to become a zombie. of them every yeah. day. So it's like, remember, and remember. Then so when you, when you cross over, you'll, I remember. A ranked list of people to go after. <laughs> Is it, like, personal people or, like. No, personal people. Top five people. people she Do you have with that level knows. of control once you've become the zombie to, like, be able to describe? I don't know if that's part of the. She's ready in case that is. Yeah. In case that comes true. Yeah, I mean, it's better to be prepared. Either way, is she like it is a real See, like, zombie had, plan. Like, it is a plan to execute when you're a zombie. Like they had the Star Trek documentary where it's like, look at the real technologies we've invented from like fake sci-fi stuff, and it's almost like the zombie thing is it's like we've almost created a narrative that's so interesting. Well, we just have to figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you prepare, you prepare, you prepare, you prepare. Well, now you just have to make it happen because you spent so much time preparing for it. So we're gonna have to figure out a way. Somebody's gonna have to put a virus, no, to pay to pay this off. Otherwise, the joke's not funny. Or, yeah, the joke is much funnier. The joke is much funnier if it actually happens. Thank God you're not in charge of our nuclear weapons. <laughs> Some, somebody's out there. Somebody's out there with a sense of humor and a, and yeah. a good degree. What's the point of duck and cover if no one fires a missile? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know what we wasted all this time. We've wasted all this time. Let's pull the trigger on this. Let's make it happen. Let's bang the table. Come on. Somebody get to work. Okay. Let me let me pose this question to you, Gus. Would you rather 
a nuclear war happen or a zombie apocalypse? Oh, outbreak? who wouldn't want the zombie apocalypse? Come I on. would not. Versus a nuclear war? Yeah, nuclear war. Nuclear war sounds. You almost made me mispronounce it, jackass. <laughs> nuclear? <laughs> uh, yeah, if, a I'm nuclear down, war. I think would be that'd be the worst. But if, yeah, if, no question. What if it's limited? What if it's limited? Like they just hit the major population centers, of which Austin would be one. Well, the. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're at ground zero, it's pretty much, hey, I'm alive, hey, I'm dead. I mean, that's Have you ever seen – there's a website that you, allows you to overlay on Google Maps the yield of various nuclear devices yep. and shows what the blast radius would be as well as the fallout range. And then you can there, affect wind as well and show where the fallout will go. There, There is not an atomic warhead small enough to not wipe out everyone. Austin's not big enough. No, most we're, of, we're toast. Most, most of them are – would not. I mean, most of them would destroy downtown, but like where we are down here, we'd be okay with a small nuclear hit at the Capitol. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you mean small? Like a missile with one, a small missile with one warhead. North Korea. Oh, we'd, you, be, you, we'd be fucked. Yeah, I'm making a four-mile crater. I mean, no, 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 right? Well, no, no. Well, well, I mean, you have got like the blast zone, which inside of that is like, oh, you're vaporized. Then outside of that, it's like, oh, yeah, you get to live for like an hour. No, like the, this map shows you, like, this is the range at which your eardrums are burst. This yeah. is the range at which you'll see. I would rather die. be downtown than we're in the ah, you're really fucked and get to feel it for two hours before you die zone. That's us. No. I don't think so. It, no, de- it, it, depends, it, depends, on, it depends on the on the warhead, but for most, I think we'd be okay down here. What do you mean okay? Did you know that most? I did- mean, I mean, best case scenario, if you're like, if you're 50 miles out, it's like, yeah, yeah I get cancer. Yeah, down for- the road in a few years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, like maybe if we're Round Rock, then then we're okay. You think Round Rock is that much further away than we are from downtown? Isn't it? You guys are getting real specific about local <laughs> geography. No, no. Like I'm, I'm saying, like you weren't we're splitting into a zombie a, conversation. That's argument. We're splitting hairs. This podcast is really interesting to someone who how lives fa- in Georgetown. How, how far? How far away are we from downtown? Four? How, would you say four, four miles? Four, four no, miles? Five here? Yeah, five, six miles. No, we're like we're, we're probably closer to ten. I'd say ten miles. We're te- we're ten <laughs> miles away on thirty-five. From how do we my take house. a? How do we take an exciting topic and make it boring? I know nuclear war to Google Maps. How do we get there? So and also when you consider the blast radius, you got to cut it in half because it's circular. So we're also saying the bottom lands on the capital. Let's bottom line this. Basically, everyone at this table is going to prefer the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like nuclear, you can recover from that. You know. I mean, it's well, a, you can recover from zombies. How do you do that? Well, I mean, also again, it's like what level of outbreak are we talking about? If here? they can contain it, I mean, it could contain get it. contained. Well, right? it's in the same there, level there as is the a small thing. percentage of humanity get their shit together for five fucking minutes to actually contain something and make it work, right? I mean, not everything has to be Katrina or the Eurozone. Oh my God, good lord! Back to the global. <laughs> I mean, economic. if the zombie, I'm just going to push it in that direction. I mean, if the zombie apocalypse was the Eurozone, we're fucked. If it's if it's uh, if we're doing a game here, we have a comparison between the two, and which would you choose? They have to be the same level of intensity. So, if you're having mm-hmm. a full on nuclear war, we're talking a full on zombie apocalypse. Ninety five percent of the population is dead or converted to zombies. Is that fair? Ninety five percent. That's tough. That's a tough. Yeah. That's, so, that's what's tough. five? What's five percent of now? We're what seven billion? Was that three hundred fifty million? That's a lot. Yeah. Five percent. Yeah. 350 million? Okay. There still is something like if there's, there's, a, if there's a zombie breakout and 95% of the population gets affected, but you're in a building where you're locked into the building and a zombie doesn't bite you, for that time, you could say, all right, I'm safe. Versus like if you're in a nuclear holocaust, you know, you could What's be... The word? Say the word again. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> so you're... <laughs> and uh, you could be fucked without knowing it versus like during the zombie thing, somebody has to bite you. 
In a zombie thing, you can't sleep. There's something about you, that. Well, you, you can you can lock sleep. yourself into a, a room, and, and probably you're okay. Whereas if you're locked in that same room, you could be totally fucked and not know it. That's that's the thing that creeps me out about. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what five percent of seven <laughs> billion is. Hold on, I'm I'm totally looking at nuclear bombs on Austin now. So. <laughs> All right, Every, everyone, so maybe, everyone's will get their different devices. <laughs> <laughs> If life's a movie, that we're just doing the exposition for the yes. zombie apocalypse happening, like, I don't know, at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The zombie apocalypse brought on by nuclear missiles <laughs> that are left over from the Cold War and have some kind of disease agent on them as well. It is a little scary to think about that. What was the percentage you're looking for? Point. It's 350 million. We were right. Um, that's a lot of people. There was about, they estimate there was about 250 million people alive in the world when Jesus was born. So 2,000 years ago. That, that many people? Only- 250 million to that, 7 that, billion? That's pretty fucking that's, impressive. That seems like too many people. 250 million? 2,000 years ago? Yeah, it seems like we would have more people by now. What are you talking about? Yeah, that, that seems, that's number seems high. I'm just I, saying. Listen, this might be a little morbid in our talk of zombie apocalypses <clears throat> and uh, nuclear holocaust. But in the actual holocaust, I wonder how many people would be alive today if not for all the people killed during, let's just say all of World War II. Because like somewhere like 40 million people were killed in World War II. Everything all together? Yeah. Or even like the bubonic plague or like all these mass sure. death events that have occurred throughout history. Yeah. That's a crazy number. Brooke, Brooke from the Fragdolls uh, posted a, a, a World War II stat the other day, and I think it might have been as high as 70 million people died. 20 million Russians died. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that, that's the thing a lot of people forget. What? That How many Russians died. Yeah, a bunch of them died. Um, these are between, like, they really went through a brutal campaign um, in... When the Germans tried to invade the Soviet Union. There's a Russian philosophy that the two greatest generals in the Russian army are generals January and February. You know, just yeah. the Russian winters are so brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there was, uh, every now and then you'll see posts. It seems like Russia's just gone crazy, right? The Soviet Union is just – I saw this video of these guys. They took a girl and they were on like an eight-story – like one of those apartment complexes that you always see in Russia, like these state-run things, and they tied like a bungee cord to a chimney, and then they just—I mean, she was voluntarily doing this. They slid her off the roof, and she like did this big arcing swing through the courtyard of the apartment complex. It just looked like something they were just trying for the hell of it. That sounds fucking awesome, it though. It was <laughs> fucking crazy. And then you see the dudes like in Russia where they're like on top of those towers and they like walk out on the beams. They just are fucking crazy now. They just don't give a fuck at all. I'm sure you've seen also those, those videos of those kids in Russia who like run out when there's a train and they lay on the track under the train. Every, as it goes every over time them. I see a video nowadays where it's like some kid shooting an AK-47 and lighting himself on fire, they're always they're always rushing. in Russia. Yeah, that's where that guy, that FPS Russia guy. See those that. those guys are just asking for the zombie apocalypse. They're just asking for it. They're bored. They need real. Where would it start? Where would a zombie apocalypse start? Uh, I would think Russia. <laughs> I got I think anything. I would think Russia. Either massive disease, zombie apocalypse, or even like a superhero comes out. It they're coming out of China or India because there's over two billion people between those two countries. I, mean, I go to look up Russian girl on Google. So I type in Russian girl. A Google auto completes for me Russian girl eaten by bear. And that's that's the first. That's Literally. the first one. It's like if you type in Russian girl, it wants to say Russian girls get eaten by bears. That's what Google. Oh, I, I remember that story. That's an awful story. Is it? She called her mom. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, uh, yeah, that's awful. Uh, I was going to say let's wrap up, but we can't wrap up on on such a fucking awful, morbid uh, story. What, what positive thing are we going? <laughs> Look at this. This is they're on an apartment complex. 
Look at that. That's like a rope that they've tied together with bed sheets. How does that not break her spine when she hits, like, the limit of that rope? <laughs> oh, I see. There's some elasticity there. That is insanity. Oh, Here, Emily, look at this. These are her buddies. Like, these are the guys who would give you free ice cream. They're like, we have enough ice cream in Russia. We're going to throw you off the building. All these guys are <laughs> secretly hoping she, she's attractive. Man. Holy <laughs> crap. God. Oh my God. There is not a lot of, like, engineering that went into that rope swing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard her, po- her spine snap, too, at the bottom of that. Yeah, I heard that crunch. How many feet do you think she's off that fence at the bottom, too? Like, five feet? <laughs> if she's lucky. Maniacs. And, of course, it's snowing. Because it's always snowing in Russia, for whatever reason. I, I, I'd love to visit Russia. Let's go! Where do you want to go? Well, yeah, I don't know. I can go to Russia <laughs> by 2 o'clock. It's, it's scary how much of my world geography I know from... Video games and board games. Like Risk taught me. Like I'm, you want to yeah. go to you want to go to Irkutsk, God, <laughs> or Kamchatka. Kamchatka. That's the one I always remember. It's up in the northeast, right? Yeah, it's like everybody knows where Madagascar is. If you I think that's Risk. where everyone learned where Iceland was from. Was from it was very Risk. strategic. Yeah, yeah. I also know a lot of my uh, a lot of my Russian geography from Command and Conquer and Beachhead. <laughs> you ever play Beachhead? <laughs> I remember <played> Beachhead. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So I know I know a lot about that. So where do you want to go? You want to go to Minsk? <laughs> you want to go to Leningrad? Let's go. I tried to get. I always uh, think of Rochelle Rochelle when I hear of Rochelle uh, Rochelle. <laughs> I tried to get Bernie to go to Macau, China, but when we were over there on that side of the planet, but he didn't go. I didn't go. You're right, but Macau. I also tried to get you to stick around for an extra week and go to the South Island of New Zealand, I'm not, where we already were, and you wouldn't fucking stay. Interested unless there's a big casino there. It was awesome. It was awesome. South Island of New Zealand is incredible. I'm more of an indoors cat. Oh, than an you are. Cat. You are an indoors guy because he stayed in Auckland for the week that Brandon and I went down to Mata Mata. I we we could not get you time, out. Spent some time with the Boy Scouts. That's enough. <laughs> you have enough of the outdoors? That's enough, yeah. Some bears and fucking poison ivy. Did you go camping with the Boy right. Scouts? Yeah, yeah, we did that. Was, there's a store here. All right, yeah, now I'm, I'm, I'm sure curious. Like, what do you do for fun? What, like, what... Joel Heyman finishes work. He's done playing caboose for the day. He leaves the office. <laughs> what playing you, caboose for the day. What do you go <laughs> do? do all day long? That's a lifestyle, baby. <laughs> I just sit there and say, say something to a microphone, and then we just take one and put it in the jail. The, week, the um, big whistle blows, I and you walk out the door. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I do fun things. You punch the time clock, and then what do you go do? I fun things. You, okay. do you do? Do you do I'm, I'm, working, I'm working on a virus. Like, <laughs> last weekend I went and flew a kite. Did you? I did. That's nice. And there was an Angry Birds kite. I didn't even know they made nice. they make Angry Birds kites. They make never, Angry Birds everything. They do. They yeah. do. They really do. So, yeah, so do. like, I'd never fly a kite. What was the last thing you did that was an outdoors thing? What was the last thing I did? Well, no, I mean, I I, I exercise, run, I okay, jog outside. That, but that's I, true. Yeah, I'll, but if it's not exercising. Then I also went point. to a bar with you and we sat outdoors at an outdoor table. That was it. That counts as outdoors. Yeah, <laughs> it's nature. I mean, I like to look at nature through a glass window. But I don't want to be... I, I got to agree with Joel here. Yeah. I really want to minimize my time outside. No. Why? We, we spent millions of years crawling out of that and developing the technology to build walls and an air conditioner. You know what? I'm going to fucking sit on top of that throne of technology I was and not, look at the outdoors through <laughs> a window. I was, not, I was not like this before. <laughs> and you know what did it for me? Was um, working on sets outside. That will change you. That will change you. When you are trapped outside. I get you. In the middle of the fucking woods and all night long, again and again and again. I mean, that it can get really miserable. Yeah. I mean, like the worst stories you hear of like soldiers 
sitting out in the middle of nowhere guarding something and freezing their ass off, mm-hmm. like not doing anything, just sitting there. That's basically what it was like. You're, you're just, really you're comparing out there. yourself to that. Well, no, there's a war. You're, you're like Battle of like, the Bulge in a foxhole <laughs> all winter. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm going to back away from that now. <laughs> I'm going to slowly back away from well, that. you're sitting at the craft store table now, like, eating pretzels. <laughs> the cocoa's only lukewarm. <laughs> Jesus. I was promised hot cocoa. Backing away, backing away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let, let's wrap this shit up. We've gone pretty long. What are we, where are we going for lunch? This is a really long podcast. Is I anyone going to listen to this? How long was this podcast? It's only like an hour and a half. People like long podcasts. Yeah. I, I, I've quit fighting. I like, an hour and a half is a sweet spot. So where do we go for lunch? I feel like lunch? I need to prepare. There's nowhere to go for lunch down here. It's a problem. How can you say that? There's a billion restaurants oh, across oh, where oh, we oh. I said this when we moved to this I know place. They all suck, though. Well, I know where we can go. Suck. We need to We need to go to Garcia's. What's Garcia's? Chicken fried chicken. Oh, shit. We haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, that would be a good Thanksgiving thing, but man. Are they open on Tuesdays? They're not open on Mondays, I think. Is so this is a small little Mexican restaurant that's in a house that's across the street from our chicken Yuda office. fried chicken it, covered in queso. Chicken fried chicken covered in queso. salsa on top. It's pretty damn good. Uh, for all those people who don't have queso, queso is the best food substance there is. Yeah. You can put it on anything. You lived in California. Do you they have they any, did not really have queso there. Do you have any preference for California Mexican food? Baja versus... Fuck no. Right. I feel so bad for Californians. Like it's The awful. Tex-Mex there is not right. It's like cheeseburgers in New Zealand. Like they're p- putting beets in the, They just, saw a picture, not, but like they the, didn't get it no, right. No, like you get like salsa. Like I, I lived in LA. You get salsa in LA. It's like zucchini in the salsa. It's mm. like who the fuck is putting fucking zucchini in salsa? Mm-hmm. What in the fuck is that's not awful, right? Awful. I, I'm with you. I pity I, them. I, it's not right. Stop getting creative. There's certain things you do not need to change or alter or get creative about. Mm. And salsa and queso. And all, that's it's, it's it, done. It's, it's done. That's done. Move on. Yeah. I'm not going to virus. Accept it. I'm that way with sushi. I, to me, sushi is a square of rice with a piece of fish on it. Okay, that, do all that I disagree with. If you go to L.A., a place called Sushi Dan, where they, they get a jalapeno. They chop the jalapeno in half. They put raw fish in there along yeah. with um, cream cheese. Cream cheese. And then deep fry that bastard. They flash fry it deep fried. Oh. They're called, I mean, you take a bite out of that thing, it changes your life. They're called monkey firecrackers. <laughs> and they're delicious. Yeah, they have a bunch did, of crazy did, stuff like this. Did, did you awesome. all eat at Monsoon Poon while you were in New Zealand? No. Oh, God. No. no we, didn't, we, did we, went, we did go to the bar. I already told that story, but I didn't. You weren't. We went to the bar, the red, the bar that had the red versus blue drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Mana Bar. I drank just the blue part and then threw the rest on the floor. He did. And I was like, it was a free drink. He threw it was like, on the fuck floor. you, Red Park. No one, <laughs> no one got it. No one and got they just it. Saw then it was just an asshole at the bar. <laughs> yeah. He was the one throwing like, liquor on the ground. the asshole American? <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap this up for real now. But seriously, right. we, we have to decide where we're going to lunch. Where are we going to lunch? Oh, I don't care. Uh, like I said, the other places around here suck. Garcia's Chicken Fries. I, I, if I was to pick anywhere, I'd say Mighty Fine. Mighty Fine. Where's Mighty Oh, Mighty Fine. On Brody. On Brody? That's pretty far away. That's a hamburger place. It's pretty good. They have an automatic hand washer. Pretty there. good? Yeah. Mighty pretty Fine. Pretty fucking good. Mighty, Mighty Fine <laughs> is okay. You want, you want a front? Why do you like I'm, Mighty Fine I'm so going much? to Mighty Fine. That's it. Fuck it. I talked really? about it. Why? Because <laughs> I'm going to Why do you like Mighty Fine? Because I like stuff What's that's the good, best, What's the best cheeseburger in Austin? The best cheeseburger in Austin is... Probably at Casino El Camino. You're fucking stupid. But where what do we, you think's the best? What second? What, First of all, it takes 50 minutes to get a goddamn hamburger there. Yeah, he, he asked for the best, not the fastest. You want the fastest? Go to fucking McDonald's. No, the best. The best. It's all. It's it's overall score. There's different categories. Well, what do you want? Right, right now, let's just talk about taste. Hat Creek. Hat Creek is good. Thank you. Where are they? Uh, we used to go to the Hat, trailer. And it's not there it's anymore. It's on Burnett. That's what he's talking about. Let's go. Let's go there. 
That's no, not Burnett. Burnett. We're not going it's to like Burnett. Burnett past North. There's like one closer. Where Emily no. Goes. God damn it, Emily. You, What's the you're Austin? Night? Where's the best place to eat in Austin? What's the best burger place? Burger place? Yeah. Um, I like Sandy's. <laughs> oh yeah, Sandy's yeah. good. I've Sandy's. never been there. It's good, and you get custard. Not that not that crazy free ice cream you get. <laughs> you actually get frozen. Oh, custard. see, that's a little bit of insight. She, She's yeah. a custard girl. <laughs> yeah. Do they give you free custard there? Huh? How, how, many places, <laughs> how many places do you get free food at? No way. You get free food. You get free food everywhere, don't you? No. Okay. I remember the night at the poker. They gave you free food. That was someone's house. So where are we going, Josh? I'm going to Mighty Fine. Y'all are welcome to come if you want to go to Mighty Fine. I think I might join you, Mighty Fine. That okay. sounds mighty fine. I might do that. Use their automatic hand washer and get the I have clean hand sticker. <laughs> and I'll be happy. All right. Thanks for listening. Wait. <laughs>